0: If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocall M-A-F-S.
1: You guys know I don't drink very much. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code altercallMaths at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A L T A R C A L L M A F S for 15% off today. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aide, And this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast.
0: Welcome to episode two. How are you, Aide? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm off of the high of inauguration. It was such a pleasure to watch.
1: I danced in my living room with my mother last night to Despacito.
0: It was great. (laughs) (laughs) and hollering, and just like, ooh, it was just visually, aesthetically pleasing, and it was great. It was great. So I'm good. I'm good. And also, Friday is coming around the corner. I'm looking forward to the weekend.
1: Yes. Yesterday was a very joyful day, and today, you know, was day one of work for the new administration for some of us.
0: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I was literally, like, on a high just seeing Biden and Kamala Harris, say hi to Dr. Fauci You know, just the little things The little things we've been through Someone had to point out that, you know We've been in an abusive relationship So, you know, the basic (laughs) is gonna get us giddy And I feel like this is good Because if you guys were to check out Our
1: um, first Bonus episode, there's a real Fun moment from November
0: (laughs) Where we are recording and we get Some really good news (laughs) Yes, that's how we found out who won the election. But, yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm good. And you're good. And we're good. So that's good. (laughs) I'm
1: not going to lie. It was a little tough to, like, focus on the episode this week. (laughs) Because I was just on the high of inauguration all day. Uh, Um, And then looking at memes and all that good
0: stuff. But hopefully I remember what happened. (laughs) I had different problems. Like... It wasn't difficult for me to focus. I was actually looking forward to the episode, but I have to watch like um, on demand and afterwards and Comcast was not letting me be great. These episodes were skipping ahead. I was hearing every other word and it was just a nightmare. Like I decided to wait, give it some time. It still didn't work. I tried other avenues. It didn't work, but we made it through. We made it through. All right, we'll see
1: what um happened. So what mm-hmm. what was uh the old school married at first sight people doing on social media this week,
0: Tane? Um, not much, not much is happening. It's so funny also. Every time I think of the um season eleven New Orleans couples, they're they're old school now. That just sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> they're the old school. But um yeah, and just a reminder guys, um I am still gonna be covering the Couples Cam. It doesn't come back until February fourth. And in case you missed it, all the couples who were successful from last season are going to be joining and looking forward to it. But yeah, just perusing through the social media of the couples, Ashley is still waiting for her baby. Um, A bunch of them, I think she, Danielle and Steph did a ask me anything type Instagram thing. And a lot of people asked about you know, filming Married at First Sight, if it was fake. And she was like, no, not for them, that it wasn't fake, Um, maybe exaggerated. And then she gave an example of... uh, Did you watch that season, the Chicago season? I watched half of it. Okay. So I don't know if you remember how Anthony, her husband, did not want to know the gender of their baby. And she just sprung it on him and told him at a restaurant and made, like, a onesie and, you know, said it's a girl. And everyone was giving her crap about it, like, respect her boundaries and all that. She said that they had agreed that she can spring it on him at any time and just surprise him. But he wouldn't know, you know, when it would be, but it didn't have to be, like, till the end and all that. But the way they spun it on the show made it seem like he didn't want to know she wanted to know and she was being pushy and you know that kind of thing so that was interesting tidbit at least for me i think danielle danielle's wasn't really like a fun type of thing they just asked her post a picture after you guys decided to stay together post your first picture and not professional post you know your wedding pic just things like that so that's what she shared um jessica got the vaccine I'm happy Yay! for her. my friend happy for anybody that gets the vaccine. But I was surprised that she's also into the influencer mode. Like, I went in there, and it's like a swipe up. I'm like, ooh, Jessica. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love money, because it just changes. <laughs> because
1: all of us are like, wait a second, you're a nurse. You have a great career that you've worked hard, it seemed like, to achieve. But you get a little reality TV fame, and
0: the influencer buddy starts calling and you're like okay I'm in (laughs) and that's I think
1: how most of us would be
0: that's true and you don't have to do if you I have to post a couple of videos and say and put a discount code for how much of course but it was still very surprising and I you know I always try to say like you have the impression of people but I always say you have to be a certain kind of person to go specifically on married at first sight and to be on a reality show there's just something in your personality so as much as Someone like a Karen is like, oh, I'm shy, I'm slow, I don't want to do this or whatever. Like, you have to be a certain kind of person to even consider it. Like, for me, I would never. So, (laughs) yeah. So maybe it's not surprising. But on the flip side of that, I've said, mentioned before how I'm very surprised that Shawnice is not selling anything. She's still not selling anything. And she's writing solo with no endorsements. Her Instagram is basically just personal. It's her personal stuff and just regular Instagram like you or I would have. And it's like a whole different world. And again, maybe I shouldn't be surprised, but it still surprises me. I don't know why. I don't
1: really get it either. Um Yeah, I don't get it. Um Seanese always does seem
0: to be decently promoting her own business though. I get it, but it could be in combination because there's so many angles. She's a mom. That's an angle. She's a wife. That's an angle. She's into beauty. There's an angle into hair. That's an angle. So yeah, not even a one. So I'm still on the lookout. The day I see one, I will let you guys know. Um, Karen and Miles, they are doing... They have a series that they do. I don't even know how they have time for all this. Because I know Miles is still working his job as is Karen and they have a YouTube channel, and they're filming Couples Camp, and then they're doing this thing called Kick Back with Karen and Miles, so Karen kind of gets, you know, she's into cooking. I do hope she gets like a cooking show or something like that, because she seems to be really good at it. I've never tasted her food, but it seems to be delicious, and She tells you, you know, what to buy, and I think she just kind of goes through and shows you the recipe, what to make, and Miles just eats and gives commentary, I think. I haven't actually watched it. I think it's tonight or tomorrow. I'm not quite sure, but the groceries and the grocery list is up, and they've been promoting that. Um, Beth, uh, from Beth and Jamie, they're still on the West Coast. Beth seems to be, like, into the healthy lifestyle now. I I thought she was a hairdresser or a
1: hairstylist.
0: No, she wasn't. Remember, she didn't have a job. She used to work for her dad. Yes. And
1: then we found out when she's like, I moved out here and I was going to like have my dream job to work at my dream salon. And she's like, I've been doing hair for how many years? I'm like, we never heard this on the show.
0: Never. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) But she always has like smoothies and what to try and going out there. So and I, I... nobody should take this the wrong way i don't comment on people's bodies or anything that's everybody's choice but it seems like she's lost some weight so i don't know if i missed something where it was intentional or not but i just noticed that she's on a healthier lifestyle that's all so yeah and i don't know do we know diana's due date we do not okay okay um i'm trying to time when we found out that she was pregnant but again it could be lost because she just had a caption of a picture and she just captioned it 1 2021 i mean it could be just the inauguration but i was just like did she have her baby and she's just you know when people do that and they just put the date on there so but i was like isn't it too early but i wasn't sure when she was due but that's about it for the couples (laughs) Okay. You know,
1: I don't want to watch any of these things. I don't want to follow any of these people on social. Mm. I mean, they were nice on the show, but like none of them is that interesting to me
0: as a person. Um, I think for me, it's besides the show, it's something I like seeing the progression of people. So it's very interesting to see them outside the element of the show. And again, progression, just like, again, watching Ashley and Anthony's story and then now watching them with a daughter and with another one on the way. And they bought a house and it was things they had talked about because I remember them even arguing over where they're gonna live and to see like now they're actually living in a house and doing things so it's interesting to me just seeing how far people have come so yeah it's fun for me like I would never watch Unfiltered so I think we're both doing <laughs> so it's a good segue for you to let us know what's going on
1: in Unfiltered okay so our first Unfiltered of the season Jamie is back she has on like a lilac purple dress Um, I, I th- <laughs> thought like it was a light. lilac <laughs> very very i mean we're not gonna do the dress thing <laughs> you know? is it blue is it purple um i'm preparing myself to see the dress all season i didn't think the dress looked that good on her <laughs>
0: no, it's not it wasn't the most uh, i don't watch it guys it just happens to be what comes on because every time before i start the episode i am treated to jamie's saying a new episode of Married at first sight starts right now and then she has a frozen smile that I have to see for a few seconds. So that, that's all I'm speaking on. Not that I watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we had Brianna, Paige, and
1: Clara this week. Um, I think Brianna is the prettiest girl this season. Uh, and she just looked really, really nice on Unfiltered. Um, she talked about how she has six best friends who keep her in check. Um, and that she just moved to Atlanta. Oh. From? Didn't say where from, but I thought, oh, you're new to the city. That's interesting. Um,
0: Atlanta is filled with transplants, so,
1: so yeah. And then, um, is it wrong that I just don't care to hear Paige say "god fearing" anymore? <laughs> just like how many times can <laughs> <do> one woman <laughs> use the phrase "god fearing"? <laughs> Jamie asked them how would an ex describe you, and Clara said that her exes would say that she's crazy. I believe her exact quote was absolutely nuts. But she said that someone close to her had told her that crazy means you care. And I was like, okay, so you and Ryan are still together. Um, (laughs) Ryan's the one who told you that. Because if it was someone else, wouldn't you have just said it? That's the other thing about watching Unfiltered. You're just looking for clues. (laughs) Paige said that she wasn't the submissive type. She wants to take a risk on love. Brie was worried that her family wouldn't accept the person or would be hard on them. Um, Clara's deal breakers are tobacco. Like she listed every form of tobacco that you can consume. CBD is fine though. Clara talked about her crappy dating and like dating apps is more of a hookup culture. And yeah, that's why she went on the show. Paige thinks that it's healthy to have a sex life in a trusting and safe way. And she sure did use the phrase lady in the street, freaking the sheets. That's me. How cliche. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They talked about, like, you know, things not necessarily going the way they wanted. And so Brie talked about how her mom and sister weren't there for the dress fitting because of COVID, um, because they weren't able to get tested. And they talked about, like, having a wedding during a pandemic. <laughs> I married at first, type wedding during a pandemic. And, I, you know, there was a lot. They talked about Virginia and the going out. And they really, um, Bree spoke really highly of Virginia. She said she's really kind and loving, and she is ready to get married. And they talked about how getting married doesn't mean you have to sit at the couch at home. She's ready to get married. She just wants to continue to have a good time. Um, <laughs> Clara talked about some stuff that's going to come up in the episode about how the dress was really bad, and she'd made these custom Nikes, Nikes, <laughs> and how they looked silly. Really- <laughs> was like, is that how, how do you say? It? Did I? I don't know. I think maybe that's how she's. Is that how I say it? I don't know. Um, and, then, and then they looked really silly with the short dress. And she said that her main concern was like people being in it for the right reasons. And Brianna talked because you know um, I think they were trying. You know they were clowning a little bit on Clara about her her breakdown about the wedding not going her way. And Brianna was like, "No, a lot of the things didn't go my way either." Um, like. It's really hard to plan this wedding in two weeks and
0: COVID and it's just a lot. So yeah, that was unfiltered. And, you know, every time you give you a recap on unfiltered, I feel like I pat myself on the back. Like, I definitely am never going to watch this show.
1: <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's halfway boring, half looking for clues that may or may not go anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well... I'm ready to talk about um, our couples this week, but before I jump into this week's episode, I do want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, T Mob 3 And she was very interactive with us on our last episode on Instagram, and she answered some of the questions that we had, because I think last week, some questions was like, I was, was it I, or was it we? I was wondering... Um, what Vincent was. I think you told me that he was Dominican and he identifies as Afro-Latino. No, I was and, just guessing that he was Afro-Latino. Oh, you were guessing. Okay, so and, we both and then,
1: asked- Yeah, and she answered them.
0: <laughs> yes, she did. She's like, Vincent is Dominican and she confirmed that it was covered on the previous specials, which, again, we do not watch. So um <laughs> she did she did say she she's pretty sure he considers himself black, but he's Afro-Latino. All his friends are and he said he likes blacks or Latinas, so it doesn't quite qualify as interracial because his race is black, but it's intercultural. So I guess we could give them the first intercultural right of first sight. Which um
1: I and we'll talk about it when we get to Vincent and Brianna, but uh, I find the intercultural thing to be just as interesting as an interracial would be.
0: Yeah. 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 Because some things do come up during the winter. Yeah, I agree. Um, T-Mob is from Atlanta and tells us, do not blame us for that drinking game because we've never <laughs> heard of it either. But we're searching through the tag. We find that it's a white drinking game so we're not surprised that Ryan knew what it was. And she does say that Ryan's brother does work in hip-hop, so he's definitely the Black brother. All this just makes me laugh. It's so hard. So he thinks he was uncomfortable around Ryan's white friends, even though he grew up in the same area. But his brother is definitely the one to with his Blackness. And then lastly, she says, the restaurant, air quotes, Chris owns, is a damn subway. He ain't got no wealth. <laughs> Which though
1: As far as franchises go, like S- Subway is not it's not even like, oh I'm not being snobby. It's not about what the food they sell. Subway has had all kinds of issues with their franchisees. This five dollar footlong is very contentious among the Subway franchisees. <laughs> uh, That's so
0: funny. But, yeah, she also wanted to point out, because we did make a joke, like, they probably chose Atlanta because they don't care about COVID. She's like, they picked Atlanta before the pandemic. I think we heard about that because she remembers the audition calls. We were just making fun um, of Married at First Sight. They just lucked out that they picked the state that doesn't care about the pandemic. But, either way, shout-out to T-Mob3. We love when you guys interact with us. So, at the end of every episode, we let you know how you can interact with us. We love to hear from you. And you may get a shout out next week. So, are you but ready? But something funny
1: is that, is that while Married at First Sight may have picked, you know, before we understood how people were going to be reacting to COVID, Houston has also developed a reputation this past week of being <laughs> a, tra- a trash COVID location. And guess who's
0: up next? Houston.
1: <laughs> it's like God manifested it for them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yes, which is foresight. But all right. Tell us what happened with Ryan and Clara this week. I will tell you what happened with Ryan and Clara. So I mean naturally we expected to start from uh start with them because the episode ended with them last week. Um they went back a little bit um when they talked about the blindfold and they started back up with her complaining about it. And I'm not gonna lie, when they came with the blindfold and they had to hold each other's hands for a little bit, I thought that was awkward. It was a little bit awkward. That was awkward. But anyways, we've mentioned before how or for me, what I look forward to, I don't like this wedding part. I want them marry, get to know each other, let's get to the good stuff. Let's start peeling layers. But I do get nervous when they walk down the aisle. I can't imagine how they feel, but the part I always want to get past really quick is after they see each other. That first reaction like, "Oh my god," Do they like what they see or do they not? Like, that makes me so nervous. Even after how many seasons and how many years, it still makes me nervous. So I was very happy that the first look, they both seemed very pleased. I feel like you could literally see, hear them exhale yes. <laughs> through the whole thing. So, and I just, as a sidebar, I was really feeling the officiant's outfit. It's nothing major. It was just black and black and black, but she just seemed like a badass over there. Cracking funny jokes. Every I really now liked her outfit too. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. So I could not decide if Ryan's vows were cute or creepy. He kept saying, um, when I was, I'm just throwing out examples. When I was trying to decide this, you were there for me. When my grandpa died, you were there for me. Then he ended up like, even though I didn't know who you were, I already knew you were there. I'm like, is this cute or is this creepy? what do you um, think
1: <laughs> i barely pay attention to the vows oh my gosh a, because what are gonna do with you they're so pointless i mean um, I, you're making vows to a person you never met it's a statement of intention which is nice but these relationships don't hinge on what foolishness you came up with before you you even met this person that's true but Okay, I like. So them. that's probably why I don't pay much attention. I'm like, oh, nice things.
0: Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's funny. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I like their vows. I liked her vows too. I did like a line that she said. She said, "A great marriage is not when a perfect couple comes together. It's when an imperfect couple gets to enjoy their differences." I thought that was cute, and I liked that they actually kiss. I do not like when couples do that whole "May I." Oh, and then someone goes, on the cheek, very coyly. Are we five? No. So, I always like it when a couple kiss on the lips. It's not anything major. Like, no one's saying tongue or anything. I don't care if it's a stranger. You're coming here to get married at first sight. Just, on the lips. It's okay. Which is what they did. And, oh, and the officiant said, you may now kiss your Clara. She didn't say, you may now kiss your wife. I thought that was cute. So, we move on to the after-wedding convo. And she asked him if he's nervous. And he said he didn't get nervous until like 15 minutes before. I don't know if I believe anyone that says they're not nervous. Whatever. He reiterates to us, uh, the voiceover, that he's never said, I love you to someone. And you just know that this is going to be the recurring theme for this couple for the entirety of this series. Correct. <laughs> uh, these, these editors and producers, we're onto them. So, yes, this I love you thing is going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. And if they work out, then he'll say, I love you on decision day. And then, oh, God, it's so predictable. But anyways, they're there popping champagne. And she asks him, well, what is my new last name? And he says "Ubre," And she's like, ooh, what? Who? What? And he's like, oh, you E." She's joking, I hope, when she says, oh, my God, I asked for something I didn't have to spell Every time I said it, but even if she wasn't joking, is that rude? I mean, he laughed, but yeah, it was real rude. She said I was it. Like, like pig Latin. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> okay, Clara. <laughs> maybe. I mean,
1: I know that I, I, you know, you have to bring yourself everywhere you go. I have sensitivities about this because I have a last name that is not easy to pronounce or easy to spell because it is foreign. Um, so I was like, maybe I was a little on edge, but I was like, girl, please stop. Please stop. (laughs) You said you wanted spicy. Sometimes it comes with a last name that's not Smith or Johnson.
0: I thought she was even about to say I asked for someone who had a spicy last name. So I wasn't (laughs) expecting her to say... I had to put on the caption because, again, I told you all that Comcast was not on my side. So it kept skipping. And I was like, what is she saying? So... He seemed pretty calm. I mean, he just went into like a little history lesson to say, my parents are from New Orleans and then his heritage, but she still continued. I was like, I wanted a Jones or a Smith. I'm like, oof, at least know when to end. But either way, she's happy. She tells us that he's handsome. They talk about birthdays. She says she's January four, and he says he's June four, a Gemini. I do not care for Gemini's. Book. That's a whole different story. I do not care for the entire
1: science astrological business. <laughs> <at all.
0: laughs> but she says we'll see how that goes. So she asked him for the number one thing he asked for in a wife. Um, my stuff was chuppy, but confirm for me that he said he wants someone who can call him out, out on his crap. Yeah, yeah. He okay. said and then he said, Oh, that was in your vows. I was
1: really happy when I heard that because that's like what I asked for.
0: Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. See, didn't hear any of that. So she said she asked for confidence, which he seems to have. I'm like, I was actually, I, I, I was, um, what I found that interesting. I don't know that I saw him and thought confident. Not that he seemed not confident, but I don't know that I would say, oh wow, you're because what she said was you, which you seem to have in spades. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, does nope. he seem confident? I'm thinking about whether
1: he seems <laughs> confident. I didn't he so. does put out, like, from what we see, I think he puts off a pretty good air of confidence. But you guys have known each other for, like, 30 minutes. I would never say to someone who i would known for 30 minutes, I think you're confident in any situation. Cause...
0: No, but she said exude. Because you can you can have an air of confidence. Like, I, I mean, I, I can see that. You meet someone, you'd be like, oh, this guy seems like, a, like what you exude, what your aura is, what you read about the person. But it doesn't mean it's fact. It's very true. You, yeah um Exude, but yeah, she said she's in spades, which she seems to have. Then they go on, and then he counteracts, which which is the complete opposite of what a confident person would say. To say, oh, I have my insecurities. It's kind of like telling someone, oh, your dress is cute. Oh, really? It's just five dollars. And then you go back, just say thank you and <laughs> But he was going on about insecure. Then she goes, oh. Then he says, oh, I'm sensitive. Then they go back and forth. Insecure is different from sense. I'm like. How did we get here? All I said was that you had confidence. So he asked her her biggest fear in doing this. And she just, without skipping a beat, she was like, that I'll fall in love with you and you won't love me back. And he just went, oh, okay, all right. And then that just plays right into the him never be, saying I love you. And hopefully it doesn't become a thing like Jessica, where there was nothing wrong with her and Austin. And she was just like, he's not saying I love you, because that would be annoying. But we see Dr. Pepper for the first time. And I'm like, hey, Dr. Pepper. And then she tells us that they've had their wedding and now they're going to um, get to know each other with the wedding photos. And Clara says she thinks she could fall in love with him but doesn't want to get too far ahead of herself and then proceeds to get too far ahead of herself because she tells us that she falls fast.
1: (laughs) I enjoyed their opening conversation quite a lot. Yes. Because I felt like instead of, I feel like with these couples, they do the first date conversation. Oh, what do you do? Where do you live? Maybe they did that too, but I felt like their conversation was more like deep. It was very deep very quickly. And it was easy. Yeah. And they seemed so comfortable with each other. It was a really good opening conversation.
0: Yes, it was. Um, we proceed to the wedding photos and she's meeting everyone. She's just very, Clara is Clara. She's just like all over the place. I still love her. I know a lot of people don't, but you know, it was just fun. I think her name call was very impressive because at some point she just rattled off the names of his friends, his family. And I was like, Whoa, that was pretty cool. Um, they took a picture with their blindfold on and they look, I think that was the intent. They looked exactly like the Married at First Sight logo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the brand <of> the <laughs> and then clara tells us that she's all in and she's not afraid to fall she says it's best to be all in and honestly i didn't even realize this. i wrote down i love this girl <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> because i feel like that is the what you need to be on this show like just be all in and then see how it goes and just commit to it you can come in with i have walls I'm slow, I'm this, just come in and see what it is and go from there. So anyways, she even asked him, oh, do you want to kiss me? And she's just forward and just, she's just all in for real, like she says. Um, I will be remiss not to mention that um, his groomsmen lineup was all white. His friends, um, just his brother was the only black person that was on there. And they had their first dance, which was kind of cute too. And they were talking about going to concerts. And he asked her, what was the last concert? She misses going to concerts because of the pandemic. What was the last one you went to? She goes, Lil Wayne and Blink-182. And he's like, oh my god, what? She's like, you were there? And he's like, oh, I was there. Which again, I thought was cool. Sometimes, you know, fate has these things. It's not an indicator of whether they're going to work out or not. <laughs> but I did think it was just a cool thing that both of them were at the same place at the same time. But had no idea that, you know, they were going to be married to each other. But he also if you all recall, easier. I love Lil Wayne so I was just happy for another Lil Wayne reference well like I said I thought of you and I was like it made me think of Olivia because I'm like I'm sure Olivia made it to the New Orleans leg of this because she loves her and Lil Wayne too <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so they're just um going on eating at their table and uh at some point he mentions politics is my thing please what does that mean <laughs> I mean I would assume that means he's very interested in
1: politics and she agreed that she's interested in politics so she was a poli-sci <laughs> major before she dropped out I was okay. like oh that's so nice that you have something called and I I mean usually married at first sight tries to act like politics doesn't exist so they yeah. weren't going to actually let us into what their politics actually are but they were going to allow them to say that they're both interested in politics
0: okay because I was surprised that it even made the cut like you would think like no 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 no, we don't do politics on here but okay so that was cool but then it seemed like it got to the point where um when they, oh sorry they were speaking about the, the process and how they had to answer a lot of questions and it was so thorough and it seemed like an ad like the experts were like hey you need to tell these people how much thought we put into this for all the haters that are on there so i was like <laughs> okay, they're generally just telling us the process but it really sounded like an ad but it got to the point where. Clara just wouldn't shut up. I'm like, girl. why would my girl shut up? She was going on about her Nike. She was going on about the makeup. She was talking about how she wouldn't feel. She was talking about she wouldn't you could just see Ryan was just like,, uh, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. so, um, yeah, and then they had the speeches. We get all the things where they tell us, like, you know, through the speeches you get to know more about them, and then before the commercial we see the brother, they say his best man is coming up, and then he comes up, and then the commercial comes back, and her dad is giving a speech. We didn't hear from the brother again. I guess the brother's speech wasn't the best one, because then we heard from his friend, so I'm like, uh, I guess that was the good speech. I mean, I I don't know, considering that was his, you know, his parents weren't, no, his parents were there, what am I saying? His mom was there. And his dad too. From his mom unless we hear from next week probably next week but I just thought it was weird that they showed the brother coming up and then they just why show him at all they need to work on their editing I think yeah they need to work in the editing but other than that I thought that you know their wedding was easy I had a lot of fun I like their vows I like their after first conversation like you said and you know everything just seemed to go Easily, except for that little bleep about her just going on and on and just talking. And again, just that foreboding of knowing that the whole, I've never said I love you is coming up. But on that, it was pretty cute. I'm still writing for Clara, guys. I like that her dad said that he didn't
1: have to pay and he was happy about that. Um, (laughs) And I like that they, um, well, I just thought it was fun that they were toasting with matching beers. (laughs) Different beers, but both beers. No
0: champagne for these two. (laughs) Where are her parents from? Her dad sounded really Southern. Well, I guess... They're the old- in Georgia. Yeah, I know. I don't <laughs> know if there were transplants or I couldn't recall. There were so many people where my parents weren't from here. We moved here. So I wasn't sure if they were true Georgians.
1: They're, they're from somewhere in the
0: South, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, That's- on-,
1: on to our second couple, Virginia and Eric. Um... We start with Eric, you know, getting ready with the groomsmen. Eric really wants to be married. They let us know that Eric really wants to be married. Strong AJ vibes, guys. <laughs> um, he talks with his groomsmen about um, he expects her to take his last name. And he's a pretty traditional dude because he's not going to let us forget that he's really traditional.
0: Truly, uh, it's not a personality trait. Like, he needs to give it a rest at this point.
1: So she, and he's like, Well, it, basically, he says if the experts did their job, then she should be the type of girl to take his last name. I was like, Okay. Oh.
0: And then we see her, that purple eyeshadow is a choice. Um, <laughs> what was that about? I called it aggressive purple eyeshadow. What was that about? It reminded me of the makeup I used to wear when I was in middle school. <laughs> but I was going to ask you, though, I don't know if I missed it again with my technical difficulties. Did they tell us what the um, purpose of the purple was? Because it was a very strong theme for everyone on her side of the family. Maybe that
1: was her. That was probably her color choice, right?
0: No, I know. But was there a meaning or anything said at all? No, No, no. Because, yeah, even her mom had it, brought dresses, all that. Okay, cool.
1: So then we talk some more about her abandonment issues during the getting ready, they are making sure to show us that Virginia is doing a lot of drinking. Shots and drinking and shots and oh drinking.
0: <laughs> I was like, but, why is she trying to be drunk at her wedding? And why would they do Eric like this?
1: But, you know, every, all of the couples in every season are drinking before the wedding. They just really chose to emphasize her drinking. So we shall see if it's an actual thing or just a thing that they want to talk about. Well, you know, was, she got drunk at the Bachelorette, so, I mean... We'll see.
0: Yeah.
1: I was so glad that her dad came. Um, I felt like Virginia just cried a lot. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I don't really want to watch someone cry too much. I don't know what that says about me, but I'm like, can you please stop crying?
0: Well, I, I know you don't like emotions.
1: Um, Virginia, to me, just comes... Uh, not in a bad way, just she's immature.
0: Yeah. Like, she just has a lot to sort out.
1: Anyway, so, you know, her dad walks her down the aisle, and she and Eric see each other for the first time, and they both look very happy. He says, how you doing? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, what an opener. Um, they both talked about dogs. At one point, she looked around for the dog. Um, they have a cute little kiss at the end of their ceremony. And then they, you know, go out and have their first conversation. He talks about how he flies all the time, how he's a pilot, and she seems really excited about that.
0: They talk about the age difference. <laughs> it was a little bit awkward. Well, a lot of it was not knowing what if what Eric genuinely feels, or if he's just being a nice guy, and it's not a big deal. Because the way it played out was he asked her how old she was, she said 26, and he's like, whoa, I have some years on you. And then she goes, how old are you? He says, I'm 34. 34. Then she goes, does that bother you? Because it doesn't bother me. And he's all like, no, 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 it's okay. But you know that no, 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 when your voice goes <laughs> a little octave higher. So, you know, I'm sure he was just like, whoa. But, but then shit. he even said something to the effect of like, oh, I've dated
1: younger normally.
0: Oh, yeah, he did. That was gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I, I don't, well, I don't know if you were getting to it, but did you mention how he said... Again, my thing was choppy, so it skipped out at the end where he said something about his first marriage was just a paper or something like that. I didn't hear that. He said that. He was just like it was just like a paper, because I think I saw someone ragging on him about it on social media. So I was like, oh, I didn't make that up. It was just like it was just like for the benefits for her. Something. I, I didn't get the full scoop because I couldn't oh. get it, but I got the part where he said it was just
1: the paper. <laughs> if people, this is why I cannot understand people. If you're in the military and you get married, um, especially if you're really junior, there's... You can move off base sometimes. um, You get extra money. But if you do that, you don't go on national television and tell
0: people that. Because you will get in trouble. Well, that's why I was looking for... I'm like, why are people this dumb? No, but that's why I was looking for context. Maybe it was more of a case of they just fell out of love, so it felt like just a paper or stuff. I don't have the context, so I don't want to misquote this poor guy so that's why i was asking if you caught that because i just caught him saying it was like a piece of paper but i don't know what the context was all right i missed yeah.
1: miss that part they fell out of love for something but yeah. and whenever he said that it was not to her so um no. but dr viviana makes an appearance to say some words she looks amazing i love her hair love her style very 70s
0: is that the decade you think it was I did not see Dr. Viviana. Again, guys, I apologize, but Comcast was not my friend. It was just skipping and hopping as it chose to. So I'm
1: actually sad that you didn't see Dr. Viviana because I know you would have loved her style and you would have wanted to talk about your favorite Dr. (laughs) Viviana. There's a whole discussion about how Virginia goes out a lot and Eric doesn't go out a lot. Um, And then they talk about define going out, clubs, bars, whatnot. And he's like, well, she goes out more than I do. (laughs) <laughs> so lo and behold the thing that we said last week was going to be a problem is really looking like it's going to be a problem but we'll see Ah, oh, then we get to back to they sit down and they talk um at the wedding and we must again hear about his traditional southern conservative family and she's like yeah my parents are real conservative too but my siblings not so much i have a gay sister <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she. I guess she like points out her sister and her sister's partner, and their two adorable children. And she, she's and like, she oh. made it
0: a point this day. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that they were artificially inseminated. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like what? what? Who needs that level of detail? <laughs> she could have said, oh, she went through IVF or
1: so. Do for some say, that's my sister and her two kids and her partner. Like you would anyway. Um. <laughs> Then so Eric's response. Oh, I was not pleased. <laughs> Eric is like, I have my own stuff. People can live their lives however they want to live. I don't judge. Um, The way he said it made it sound like being gay and being married and having a couple kids is like negative in some way. And I assume when he says his I... own stuff, he's referring to his divorce, which I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't see divorces that bad either. But when you're just stuck in this I'm traditional Southern conservative, I guess that's the way you see the world.
0: Yeah. But now that you mention it, I don't think I took it as a negative, but I do think he was taken aback. But I don't know if it was more... I actually believe him that him personally doesn't... He doesn't mind. But he's one of those people that might be concerned about what people think. So he's just thinking, oh my God, how would... My family digest this information. That was how I took it. So that's why his response came off some kind of way, if that makes any sense. I feel like we get, um, as a society, we, we're still, like,
1: learning how to talk about certain things. And for someone to say people can live their lives however they want to live, to me, is very not... Um, It's not accepting at the level that I think we should be accepting at. And I know everybody's different and not everybody's on my level, but on my level, it's like, I would never ever say that because
0: it makes it sound like something negative and there's nothing wrong with being gay. Um, Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I'm also putting all the factors. You're on national TV. Some people get so like, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. You're already, it's a highly charged day you quote unquote conservative traditional family she just threw all that in there and it's just oh i just want to say the right thing i don't want to say the wrong thing and then sometimes whatever comes out of your mouth might not necessarily be the rightest thing but it's just what came out so i'm putting that into consideration but you might be right but in honesty when i heard it i didn't necessarily at first thought think uh this guy
1: i just i'm i'm real interested in like what I think society and words are very funny. So, like, when someone says conservative, I I think it's such a funny word. Because, like, to me, being married with two kids, no matter the gender of your spouse, like, is a version of being conservative. (laughs) Yeah. If that makes sense. So, I always think it's funny when, like, when people like him say things like that. I'm like, do you, like, hear yourself?
0: (laughs) Like but what
1: could be more conservative than like having one spouse and raising a couple of kids? Like it's such a conservative way to live.
0: But would you feel the same way if they hadn't droned and gone on and on about him being traditional and <laughs> conservative? Would you I feel t- the same way about his response? I, I mean, again, I'm not saying like you're not you might not be right. I think I'm just giving him grace because it's just tough. This thing they do every time I watch it, I'm in awe. Like yeah. I, I'm not not giving him grace, but I just don't I don't like it to be honest.
1: That's not grace. <laughs> <laughs> I said well, okay, I'm not giving him any grace. I, I I maybe my expectations for people are just too high, but um I don't really like believe in it's funny because as a society, clearly gay families, gay people, they're still like looking for acceptance from society in a sense. Because you just don't know who you're going to get there. You know, everybody's on a spectrum and he's, you know, he's not on a
0: bad part of the spectrum, but I'm like, can we just move forward a little bit? Yeah. But I mean, that's what makes life. Like we're just not all the same people. <laughs> he's probably like at a different phase. Like we're fortunate enough to be open-minded and it's not a big deal, but for some, and it's hard to unlearn things. So if that's what he truly feels and again being in a tough spot I don't think his answer was like the worst thing I get what you're saying but for someone you just met like I feel like I feel that way forget this topic if I meet someone when you don't know people you just don't know what the right thing is to say and when you're thinking thoughts in your head the wrong thing or the best thing in your head just comes out of your mouth but it might not be the best answer they had their first dance it was awkward
1: (laughs) And then when the you know, then there was the speeches and his grooms and gets up and says something about Eric's dad. And then he says something
0: about Eric's mom. And it was like, eek. <laughs> did you hear that part? Why would you, uh, hey, do it justice. So he came up and he was like, oh, the family you're about to marry into is a good family. Uncle, what's his name? Tom. Uncle Dave. Mr. Tom. Because Mr. Like,
1: Tom. D- okay. I was Mr. about to say
0: Uncle Tom. I was like, that didn't sound right. <laughs> Mr. Tom is the nicest man you would ever meet. And he's so caring and so loving. And Donna, your mother-in-law, is, well, I'll let you figure that out on your own. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's like he said something, she said something. Tell the people what happened. <laughs> but I thought that was rude. And I was like, oh, why would he do that? That doesn't sound good at all.
1: That's so. not Your friend. <laughs> your friend.
0: Or it is your friend. He just knows that your mom is a, hmm. Because we're already getting vibes from Eric's mom, so. We're already getting vibes from Eric. You are. I'm fine with Eric. Uh, (laughs) I like Eric so far. He just likes to be a homebody, and he's conservative. (laughs) The only thing is he shouldn't realize that that's not a personality trait, but that's who he is. Like, There's not only one. Like, I have this thing where people think you should be open-minded for maybe only the progressive thoughts. Everyone is allowed to be, to have wherever it is that they want to be, as long as you're tolerant of people. So, so far, he hasn't done anything to me. He's just on that conservative train. As long as he realizes it's not a personality trait, I'm fine with him. I like his energy. I don't believe it. I, I have
1: it. See, you, you're going to poke all my little, like, things that just bother me. I don't like the word tolerance. Oh. I think, I think it's like, tolerate is just such a, it makes it sound like there's a problem.
0: And I get that I'm, like, really getting into the weeds. What I I mean by... Okay, what I mean by that is, like... For example, if I meet someone or if someone is a Christian and then someone is an atheist and I believe in God, when I say tolerate, I mean, like, like I'm not going to force them and just be like, oh, you must or whatever. I'm just going to accept you for what you believe in. But it's not what I believe in. So that's what... When I use tolerate in that one, that's what I mean. So I mean, like, if he wants to become conservative... That's fine. As long as you're not conservative to the point where you feel like, "Oh, it involves homophobia, it involves racism and if people are being hurt, then I have a problem with that." So that's what I mean by I don't mean tolerate like, uh, you're wrong, you're this, but you it's just a like difference in belief. Is what I mean. Like okay. if my I, if, I can... if I'm going to Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just like, I just that example again, like if I'm going with someone and I'm out with someone who is an atheist, I'm not going to beat their head over there. I will tolerate the conversation and hear what they have to say, but it doesn't mean like I necessarily believe that, but they're entitled to what they want to believe in where I draw the line is where people are not being hurt. But you can't force everyone. Everyone is not going to believe in the same thing. Everyone is not going to think the same thing. No matter how right you are, it's just not realistic in this world. Yeah, that's so true. So that's what I mean by tolerate. Is just like, hey, if we have to coexist, it. We, I have to. But I'm not going to beat you over the head of it. I'm not going to put you in danger because, oh, it's not what I believe or stuff like that. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm fine with Eric so far.
1: So any other thoughts on
0: Eric and Virginia? Um, yeah, just little bit things that don't that weren't that important. But I feel like sometimes you see we meet these people and then we meet the parents and it just makes sense. So when Virginia's <laughs> mom walks in with all that purple and the extension, I was just like, you know what? It just makes sense that this is her mom. I don't know <laughs> what that means. I don't know anything about that, but it just makes sense. I felt that way about um Bennett and his mom. It just made sense. So, um, I thought it was funny that Virginia, if she changes her name is going to be Virginia Lake because that was his last name. And I don't know what it is about Virginia, but I will say that they did laugh a lot. I don't know if it was nervous laughter, but they laughed a lot, but Virginia's laughter was very intense. Like she was laughing (laughs) her whole body, like rocking to the back and forth. And I don't, she's very antsy. I don't. If anybody watches Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, she reminds me of Mary. Like Mary's so, (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like they seem agitated. Like she's just very jumpy and antsy. And I don't know what to think about these two. I don't know because I will say Virginia does give a little bit of, she's, I know you hate the word, but I was about to say conservative, a little bit of traditional thinking Every now and then. But because, like you said, she's young and has so much to sort out. I don't know if she's fully discovered herself and where she lands. But I don't know. I'm hoping there's more layers to her than just drinking and going out. And the show is just (laughs) playing that up. I hope so, too. She drank a lot during the wedding. Like, a lot. (laughs) I'm
1: still not. Like, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt on the drinking. I just feel like they felt the need to show us every single time. And I don't even think she took as many shots as they made us think she took. I think they just kept on showing us shots, shots, shots.
0: (laughs) I'm with you, Abe, but she got drunk at the bachelorette party. (laughs) So, but yeah, other than that, again, one more time for the road. I like Eric, but I'm hoping, hoping, hoping he's not a terrible person, but there's a high chance he's in the South, so... mm. (laughs) I'm just giving the benefit of the doubt (laughs) too. innocent until proven guilty. So we'll go with that. And I'm curious to see what the mom is going to be like. So, yeah. I am going to take a guess that the mom will be a non-factor. She's
1: going (laughs) to show up. They're going to talk a little bit. And then we won't see her again.
0: (laughs) You know what? You're right. Oh, and I like their wedding pictures. I like a lot of their wedding pictures. It just seemed fun. Yeah.
1: And it's funny because the... The picture that Lifetime released, I think, before the show started was, like, the one of them on the stairs and it looks kind of awkward. And then they have all these other pictures they showed us last night that are much better. So I was was a little confused by that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, good luck to them. We can move on to Brianna and Vincent.
1: After hearing her talk about how sad she was that her mom and sister weren't there for the dress fitting, I was, like, really glad that her sister was here for the wedding, getting ready with her. Um... She, I thought she was going to do a crochet style in her hair, but then I, they kept on going. It was a sew-in. Um, I liked everything. Like, I love her dress. I love the pockets. I was not a fan of the hair.
0: Oh, I love the hair. I didn't know where they were going with it because she was sewing it, and I was seeing, and I was like, huh, what are we doing with this? And I feel like she was talking to her mom, and then they back, and it was a completely different look. Yeah, and all of a sudden it was a complete. I'm like, did they start from scratch? Like maybe she didn't like the first thing they did, and it, because it was completely different from what they were doing. And I absolutely loved the hair. I was like, what was it? But yeah, I liked it. Then my <laughs> flashed to
1: Vincent getting ready. There were holes in his shirt. <laughs>
0: oh, <Holes laughs> there were.
1: <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're gonna be on TV. You need to find your shirt with no holes. Um, I thought it was cute that they both um mentioned that they did not sleep last night,
0: yeah,
1: um they talk he talked about like his growing up and how his parents weren't there, and like um, he wanted to be married to one person and work diligently to make it last forever, and he wants someone who believes in him um and then her mom came in. Um, and talked to her and talked about how she thought she would be a bridezilla, but she's remained calm. I was like, why do, <laughs> why do people's parents hate them? Like,
0: <laughs>
1: I love uh, her mom's energy, though. Her mom had good energy. I liked her mom yeah, a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they touched again on the cleaning issue. I wonder if cleaning is going to be their big storyline. <laughs>
0: girl, I think there's going to be a lot that's their storyline. That girl is bossy. But yeah. <laughs> Their
1: wedding at one point seemed much smaller than the other two weddings. Yes. Um, I don't know, maybe it was COVID testing or whatever. I was like, that's probably a good thing. Um and her dad, oh my gosh, her dad cracked me up. Her dad was that classic parent who's like, I love you, Ergo, I'm here, but I think this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so then she, you know, walks down the aisle, and they both look so happy, and they hugged, and he told her she looked beautiful, and then the, you know, the officiant does the whole, like, description thing, and basically, I'm like, why do these people have family who hates them? She's bossy. She's really nice, but she's bossy. She's really kind, but she's bossy. She's a great person, but, you know, she's bossy. And I'm just like, come on,
0: why? I think it's just a really huge thing with her that they're just like, you need to fig- know that now. <laughs> and then
1: I'm like, what, what kind of internalized like thing do I have to where I, like hearing that a woman is bossy is just so triggering for me? I'm like, why, is being bossy a negative?
0: Kind of. It can be in a marriage. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> likes to be bossed around. I know everyone jokes about it and put it in sitcoms, but it's not fun. But then does that make a person unmarriageable if they're bossy? Nothing makes a person unmarriageable. It's just, like, just uh, not a Yes, fun... some things
1: make a person unmarriageable, but please like...
0: continue. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, all things being equal. Like, as long as it's not, like, anything... Because everyone's going to have negatives. You just, you know, you're never going to get 100% person. So, but, yeah... It just depends on your demeanor. That's why you need someone that can tolerate that. If you're bossy and you marry someone who's like so stubborn and wants to be alpha all the time, and this goes for both genders, that's not a, that's a recipe for disaster. So, but her friend brought it up. Remember, her friend was like, I'm your roommate. I know how you get when you do this. And then her mom had to check her when she's like, what if he's not tidy? And her mom was like, well, what if you're the one? What if he's so tidy? You're already thinking you're the one that has the upper hand. I like that, mom. Um, um. We
1: find out for those of us who did watch the matchmaking special at this point that he is Dominican. <laughs> yeah,
0: <'cause> she, <laughs> you were to tell them how she found out?
1: So they go to funny. the they go to their one on one talk. How did she find out that he's Dominican?
0: Oh, um, they were talking and she goes, "So what's your last name?" And he goes, "Morales." And she goes, "Rally." <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, no, Morales. Then she goes, yeah, I'm Dominican. So she was like, oh. But I just thought it was funny when she said, Raleigh? Morales, Something like that. But yeah.
1: This was another couple that did their opening talk and managed not to do the whole, like, what do you do? Where do you live? (laughs) Like, they were talking about they like to dance. And he's like, oh, I'll teach you bachata and merengue. And I was like, this is so cute. (laughs) Um, And then they go walk out and... (laughs) They made sure to show us her being like, I want you to hold my hand, not my dress. I'm like, you are bossy. He's
0: <laughs> so <laughs> And it's so particular because even the way that he held her hand, she had a particular way that she preferred for him to hold her hand. But she she said that he did it and she was really happy.
1: And I don't think she had to tell him that. He just did it anyway. It was cute. Yeah. Um... So then they sit down and they're like, you know, eating at the wedding and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm a foodie. And she's like, oh, I'm a pescatarian who doesn't care about food. And I was like, no. And they had the facial expression. You know, they mess around with those facial expressions. (laughs) Um, They edit those together to create certain things to fake us out. And then she's like, oh, that's fine. And then they have like a whole thing about how they would both like to just make dinner
0: and hang out and stay in the house and how much fun that would be to cook together. It was nice. I got to tell you, the minute she said she's a pescatarian, it just made sense. I'm like, if anyone was going to be one, it would be Bree. Because she just seems very structured. So he was talking about chicken nuggets. I was like, why are they wasting time in this conversation? <laughs> and then she just dropped, I don't even eat chicken. You can see his face. <laughs> like, what? You You don't? He was like,
1: oh, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, but, I was so absorbed with him talking about Chick Fil A because um one of my achievements for twenty twenty is that I'm now a silver status on the Chick Fil A app. Um, <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, oh, yeah, chicken, and then she's all like, I'm a pescatarian. I'm like, oh, girl.
0: <laughs> but no, I really um enjoyed the wedding. I started the episode with so it seems from episode one, you included, she seems to be the fan favorite. For everyone, But I didn't get that impression. And I was just like, why don't I love this girl as much as everyone else does? But um, by the end of the episode, I liked her more than I did. I think I'm still a mismatch in her personality. Because at first glance, you think her personality is like, should I say it, conservative? <laughs> <laughs> but, but then you find out that, you know, she has all the layers to her and she's outgoing and she's goofy and stuff like that. So I think that's what probably threw me off. Um, on the, A little bit But again So happy that she loved what she saw Because she made sure to emphasize that The physical came first Before compatibility And I'm like do you even know the name of the show if, you're, if it means that much to you Why would you take that risk <laughs> If the physical means that much to you But as soon as the doors open She's like his bald check, his tall check His beard is right check So I'm like oh thank god And she looked absolutely gorgeous and he thought she was cute, too. He's like, she's yeah. petite. She's like this was actually a really
1: good episode for like physical attraction. yes, I, there was none of that like, oh God, they don't like the yeah, everybody I thought at least thought the other one was attractive, and I think we're attracted to each other,
0: yes. So I thought their ceremony was very cute. I don't know. What is with the influx of cheap pop songs as soundtrack music? There's been a lot music I don't rights. noticed it music right,
1: they're spending all their money on covid tests they can't afford the
0: (sighs) (laughs) no but that's fine but they don't have to put music every five seconds it it was never this bad but now and this was my whole issue with um i want to say it was love is blind that was the same thing they did they were just throwing songs like and it's the same production company but yeah but other than that i did enjoy them i enjoyed them a lot so his cousin they do speeches his cousin. I love when his
1: cousin was like when you go to the family gathering and you don't know what's going on in Spanish just nod. <laughs> I'm like girl you better learn Spanish. Oh, uh, I assume then that he is fluent in Spanish. I assume. Yeah. His cousin also said she's the boss and I was like <laughs> I guess he's on board with this too. um i don't what speech oh her friend was just like you know i'll fight you if you hurt her i don't understand friends who do that i don't like it
0: (laughs) why first off no you're not (laughs) (laughs) yeah they would my best friend gave my husband a speech so yeah But was it a one-on-one speech or was it a public speech I mean, I didn't have a large one, but yeah, it was public for the people there. She's like, I know where you live. I know where to find you. I will egg your house. <laughs> and she kept going and I will fight you. I mean, is I this, think it's normal. Is it in like an expression of
1: affection? Yeah. Okay. The, I think my literal mind itself is like,
0: why are we making threats? <laughs> like, no one is actually like you probably to, it's will more not- like, It's more like take care of her. Don't hurt her. But why can't you leave it there instead of And I will fight you? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Aid It's just what, it's, what it is. It's the same reason people have weddings instead of just saying, okay, we'll be together. I don't know. We just do things as human beings. <laughs> okay. I, I have never once had that. Not because
1: it's not true. If you do hurt my friend, I will come for you. But I guess I'm like, I'm not giving you any warning. Just, you know... <laughs>
0: The other side of it, too, is that it's a joke, Aid. Oh, <laughs> <So it's> not... <laughs> I don't think it's funny.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm lacking a sense of humor. But that was all I had for those two. Do you have anything else?
0: No, that wasn't it. I just really, really enjoyed um, them. And again, the relief. I wasn't sure. Because they're picking Brie out to be... Seem picky and very particular. I wasn't sure if she was going to find him attractive. And I really hope that they work. My fear is that her her particularness. Whatever the English word is for it. Like just being particular might come in the way of it. Because she likes things a certain way. And she wants things to be a certain way. Oh, another fake out was when she asked him what does he do. So when he said what he did, I'm thinking, wait, so he's just a car salesperson? And I thought she was going to say something the way they built it up. And she's like, look at you. That's good. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank God. I didn't realize I was holding my breath. (laughs) And her reaction (laughs) felt very genuine. Yeah, so I was like, oh my God. So I think, again, because Married at First Sight, we don't know how they edit and what they, they're basically manipulating how we should think. And we're watching, trying to outsmart what they think we should think. (laughs) And I'm just a mess (laughs) when I watch. So I'm just expecting her to be all, but she also, what again, what I like about this season is there's a lot of people that are all in, you know? I haven't met anyone that's like, oh, yeah. Everyone seems like, I'm going to give this a shot. And trust the experts I don't know if that's a that's because New Orleans was pretty good And everyone's like oh my god I want that But you know Alright our last couple is Chris and Paige And yeah we didn't have Jacob and Haley So Paige and Chris are our last couple For the day Paige is still insisting that she's not nervous She's not worried about meeting him Because she believes And I quote God cultivated her to find love And to have children why does this sound like farmland? <laughs> what <laughs> I die. Um, <coughs> I am
1: very respectful. I think of people's religious beliefs, no matter what they are. So when I find myself getting annoyed with the way that Paige speaks about her faith, I have to look inwards and say, "Why does this bother you so
0: much?" <laughs> because she sounds over—not <laughs> overzealous, but she just sounds like I don't know. Like there's a there's a SIM card in her telling her what to say. It doesn't even sound like it's her thought. Just like she's been programmed at four o'clock say this. At five o'clock say you're cultivated, <laughs> six o'clock say that it's ordained or something. I don't know. And I just I'm generally suspicious of people
1: who get too confident about what God has planned. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> everybody's faith is their own and the way that they see God's presence in their life is their own. But it, it just seems very presumptuous to be like, God wants me and God wants, and God and I'm like, you are getting married to somebody who you've never met before. I, I mean, you can ask for God's favor and blessings upon you, but for you to just be so bold as to say, God has
0: manifested this. <laughs> but that's the thing you're expected to, if you're a Christian, that's what it's all about is to have faith don't question you just have faith and that's what it is and that's how it plays out so hey I, if, let's just say that if I was Paige I would be like
1: you know I'm going into this with like I don't want I mean I wouldn't say she should go into it with negativity but the fact is this may not work out you should you go into that.
0: it, hoping it. you can't go in <laughs> half and half you gotta go all in
1: Okay, oh. well, the, every time she opens her mouth to start talking about well, God, I just what God
0: just told me, she's like, "I have set my intentions right, and it's manifesting." So I'm ready, and I wrote down. I honestly cannot tell if this girl is brave or crazy because I don't know. <laughs> it's just amazing to me that we can
1: watch three people all do the same thing, and yet the way each of them speaks about it is so different yeah because
0: only one of them was cultivated (laughs) but anyway she's getting her makeup done and her friends are there with her her makeup artist did not have a mask so um, we switch over to Chris Chris is equally excited focusing on his haircut he says he wants his first impression to be that he's a meal and he has swag I don't like this guy (laughs) no one likes um,
1: him I don't even... Chris likes Chris, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I think Chris has stuff that he needs to unpack. But then this man still only believes his own hype because he's like, when I got successful to what we now know is a Subway restaurant, he started <laughs> attracting women who only wanted his money and not him as a person. Like, what? Bruh check yourself why are you not getting genuine people is it because you're not genuine yourself sir maybe
1: maybe Jeez. you've ascribed a lot of motives to a lot of people and based on us seeing you we we don't we're not tracking
0: Gosh. so <sighs> anyway he's going in to take a shower and his groomsmen and friends are all like oh bro it's your last um single shower and his groomsman encourages him to take a cold shower and he's like, why would I take a cold shower? I want to be working tonight and not malfunctioning. And then he said, my biggest hope is that she looks good. And if she does, honeymoon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so two things. I thought he said he was going to wait to have sex with his wife. So yes, because,
1: yes, that's what he told his pastor.
0: <laughs> 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 that's what happens when
1: you're full of shit. <laughs>
0: I already think, like, for you to get married at first sight, you're already crazy. But then to now have a child and to think you want to have a child during the honeymoon, that is just absolute madness. Like, the least you could do is give yourself time to get to know this person. Like, what the heck? But his grandpa and his grandparents, sorry, his grandfather and his grandmother, they come in and he asks his grandfather for advice. And he says... Don't be ashamed to apologize because the makeup part is the best part. Ha, 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 ha. I'm like, like I said, you meet the parents and then you see it just makes sense. Like, yeah, (laughs) I see. I get it. So um, Paige gets a gift and it's from him. And as soon as she gets it, she's all, oh, my God. And then her girlfriends, too, are squealing with her. It's an infinity necklace from Zales. And they're cooing over his handwriting. And then she wonders if someone told him something because she has an infinity tattoo, not because it kind of makes sense. I'm getting married forever. Infinity. Okay. But you know, she's happy. So he's doing a video. I don't know. Is this video for himself? It's not. No, the you know they make
1: them do those self videos.
0: Yeah, but they film it. Not, they don't handhold it. I've never seen a handheld before the wedding. Yeah, they had, what's her name, do one when she was standing there.
1: I feel like they make them do all these self videos. I don't know how much they use all these self videos that they make them do. But I'm going to let him slide on this one. I think they probably told him to make a selfie video.
0: (laughs) Okay, so he's doing a selfie, and he's just basically doing vows for himself. He's like, I'm going to be your best friend. I'm going to be good to you. And then he ends it with, I promise to give you a lot of kids. I mean, in that regard. You know, when you think about it, they do have some things in common. Yes. They they do have things in common. And this kid's thing, like both of them have said this so many times. Like, I'm afraid that it might come true and they might have a baby during the honeymoon. So, okay. (laughs) I I mean, I have to pray that that will not happen because. So. Her dad is cute. Her dad comes and he just says like, you know, I'm not really this is not the traditional way I thought this would be, but I'm not nervous anymore. I'm just happy for you and excited and you know, hope it works out. But you could tell that her dad was a little bit uncomfortable because when he was done, he kind of looked, I guess, to the producer. or something. I was like, like, am I, am I done yet? <laughs> so I was like, OK, that was cute. Um, Chris is waiting in the lobby Before he walks out And he's praying And at the same time they're showing us side by side Paige praying with her parents And I thought that was cute Another thing they got right They are both feel very strongly about their faith So that was the side by side That they gave us Paige's side of the wedding seemed empty I don't know if they came late Or if it was COVID related like you said But I don't know it seemed a little bit empty
1: Okay, I didn't notice that.
0: <laughs> so, um, Chris's dad is talking, and Chris's dad is saying that if she's pretty and saved, it's a wrap. But if she's ugly, ooh, like I said, people—you know—people are a product of the environment. This whole talk about if she's ugly or like the words being used aren't. If I don't find her attractive, they're just flat out saying. If she's ugly. What is that about? Chris is not like anything to write home about anyway. So what, who is he to come here and call somebody ugly? It, it's, uh, I don't even know what to say. Cause it's just so
1: bad. And then, so the description of the episode is like one groom is not happy with how his bride looks or something like that. And when I read it, I was like, Oh, that's Chris. And then like throughout the whole episode, we never actually get to Chris and Paige, And the other three didn't have that reaction. So I was like, Will this mystery live on till next week? But I'm I'm pretty sure it's Chris because of all these conversations about if she's ugly and da, 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 da.
0: Yeah, I think what's even made it worse was like, even his mom was like, oh, if she ain't pretty. I'm like, why are you helping these men say these things? But anyway, I was curious if his pastor best friend was going to officiate. And yes, he is. He was right there. Um. Right before she walks out, Paige says, "I um. I should add that Paige looks pretty. Um, Paige looks gorgeous in her wedding day. So, and her gown fits her like a glove, and it's just just right. So, Paige says her heart is finally pounding, and it's just hit her, and that the Holy Spirit is talking to her. Um. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. I did not mean that. <laughs> I'm not I, laughing. This, this is. This I'm girl laughing. Keeps going on and on." <laughs>
1: I'm laughing and then I feel bad. I'm like, it's not as if if every person, like, if someone told me that the Holy Spirit was talking to them, I would not necessarily usually laugh at that. It's just Paige.
0: Yeah, I get it. But it's just, you know what? Whatever gets everyone through. Like, this is her thing and it works for her. But once again, Chris is telling us that looks are important to him and best case scenario, he thinks that she's beautiful when she walks down the aisle. But if she does... And he's not immediately attracted to her, he doesn't know what he'll do. I'm like, wow.
1: Please you just quit be- the show because I don't want to watch a girl have to live with some man who doesn't think she's cute for a long time. You don't need to do that to her.
0: Yeah. We've lived through that. But then I was just thinking, we've never had a situation where someone at the altar is like, nah, I don't want to do this. Do you think they've had it and they just completely never aired it? Mm, and then no, replaced I don't think them they've with had a it. different
1: couple no i don't think they've done that how would we know we wouldn't but i would say the the numbers and stuff it definitely i don't i don't think they have backup couples i think like once you're on you're on and what we see is what we see
0: actually we 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 would know because they make them meet to buy the rings and all that so
1: that's true yes okay Uh,
0: yeah okay Um, so they open the doors and you could tell like even him and his, I know his pastor friend is like, is she a hit? Is she not? That pastor is just shifty. Something about him is not right. I just know. (laughs) But the first thing out his mouth is a curse word because it's bleeped out. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It could be a setup. It could be a, oh no, I don't like what I see. Or it could be a, oh shit, this is really happening. But the episode descriptor, like Aide said, was about a picky groom who did not like what he saw, so they left us at a cliffhanger. So we don't know how that's going to end. What do you think? I think nothing good can come from Haley and Chris.
1: <laughs> <gasps> oh, I call it Haley and Chris. Paige and Chris. That's what I think. And I hate to be so negative so early, but it's not looking good.
0: Well, the only reason why was like, well, no, they liked each other. I feel like they set Woody up to seem like this not serious guy and everything. And look how that turned out. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> I mean, we, the joy is we have to wait and see. By my count, we're going to have four episodes before they even get back from before they even make it to the honeymoon. So we'll see. But
0: Chris just seems like real trash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then the thing is, and the pro the thing is, if he actually gives it a chance, he'll see why they were matched. Because this is not even a case where I can't see why they were matched. I see why they were matched. But it's just he's focused on this physical, physical, physical. So if he doesn't find her attractive, I don't know. I don't know if he'll push past it or just drag People her along. will
1: not push it. past it. Oh, god! Hey. I
0: don't want her to go through that he will not
1: push past there's no depth there (laughs) no petri dish that's the depth
0: (laughs) so aid who has your bouquet for the week my bouquet goes to clara
1: is it clara or clara i don't know clara clara and ryan for their opening conversation I just, you know, what do you do? Where do you live? I was so happy to not hear that. I was, like, really, like, oh, my God, what are they saying to each other? Um, (laughs) So I really,
0: really enjoyed that. Who who has your bouquet? Brie and Vincent. I tell you, like, I did not even realize how the entire wedding I was cheesing like an idiot. I was just smiling ear to ear. It was just fun to watch them. Her laughter, her genuine happiness was infectious. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I keep seeing Vincent talking to that stripper and I'm like, I hope this is not an act and this guy is genuine, but the entire wedding, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed their wedding and their chemistry. Like they just absolutely gelled. So
1: I loved her dress. I really loved Bree's dress with that slit and the pockets. that slit was fire. And then they took that picture where, Oh, that was a nice picture. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Who has your burnt ashes? Ah, uh, Clara or Clara. <laughs> for what did it my sound, girl do to you. For it sounds like pig Latin. I just I'm very hypersensitive about names because of my yeah. own name. And I just really didn't enjoy I mean, it wasn't like she said one thing and moved on. She just would not stop talking about yeah. oh this name
0: is so terrible. That like, tr- bitch, you can keep your own. I mean <laughs> uh, that is that true. That is so true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, Who has yours? <laughs> You know, I don't want to sound like a broken record because I feel like I should just put Chris on the list right now because every time I see him, I have this um, overwhelming feeling of dislike. Like, I don't like anything about him so far. There's nothing about him that I can say is a redeeming quality. So I'm just going to give my burnt ashes to Comcast for making me have a terrible viewing experience.
1: (laughs) Snaps. That is who deserves your burnt ashes this week. (laughs) This episode. So, yeah. All right, guys. We have some reviews this week. Uh, Lena Bina one says, welcome back. I'm so glad you guys are back. I kept checking for your new episode ever since last week's episode, like a stalker. Ha ha ha. ha. (laughs) Lena Bina, we're so glad you're listening to
0: us. Thank you. Thank you. And we got one from happy. His name is C O I said, he, he or she C O eight says, happy, love your podcast, but bummed you are going to a paid podcast. So soon I'll listen to the free ones. It does bother me how one of you pronounced says it's pronounced says not says, but other than that, you're great. Do you want to comment aid or. Okay. Well, first off, um,
1: we would love it if you guys would join us on Patreon, but this is not a paid podcast. We're going to give you a free episode every week. Like we always have. Um, and, uh, (laughs) I can't say this game's girl's name. Like Clara, Clara, (laughs) Clara. Uh, we, we say words how we say them. And we hope you guys can overlook our uh, way mm-hmm. we say words. But um, there's a lot of words that people say differently. I think before this we were talking about roof versus
0: roof. <laughs> what, <laughs> uh, what other ones you got, Tane? I can't think of them <laughs> right now. But we all say words. The idea is if you understand what it is that we're saying, we apologize if you don't like the way says or says is been said, but it is what it is. But you thank guys, you. Guys, we listening. do not apologize. Tain what? apologizes. I do not apologize. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> but thank you for listening either way. So uh, all
1: right, that's it for this week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Altar M-A-F-S. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. We love hearing from you guys on social media. If you want to support us financially um, and get some bonus episodes and early access, go ahead and go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash call
0: M-A-F-S. That's right. We're available anywhere you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. And we will see you next week. Bye.